Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Wednesday, June 22nd. Strange things, the day iron did swim. Today's scripture reading is from 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 1-7 through 7 from the New Living Translation, which reads, One day the group of prophets came to Elisha and told him, As you can see, this place where we meet with you is too small. Let's go down to the Jordan River, where there are plenty of logs. There we can build a new place for us to meet. All right, he told them, go ahead. Please, come with us, someone suggested. I will, he said. So he went with them. When they arrived at the Jordan, they began cutting down trees. But as one of them was cutting a tree, his axe head fell into the river. Master, he cried, it was a borrowed axe. Where did it fall, the man of God asked. When he showed him the place, Elisha cut a stick and threw it into the water at that spot. Then the axe head floated to the surface. Grab it, Elisha said, and the man reached out and grabbed it. This is God's word. I'm learning something new about myself. I really gravitate towards these Elisha stories of strange things, and I may find myself hard-pressed to leave them in these devotions this week. Like this story of the day iron did swim. What? Does this sound like a fairy tale or what? I mean, seriously, to which I would reply, you say fairy tale like it's a bad thing. Can we just maybe for one flipping moment, devotional asterisk, when I say flipping, I really just mean flipping. Can we, for one flipping moment, allow the iron-gripped hand of what is so often a two-dimensional rationalism chained to scientific explanations and expectations be loosened enough to allow ourselves to be swept into the world of imagination where truly anything can and often does happen, to the place where we can indeed see stranger things like an axe head rising to the surface of the water and floating. Seriously, why must we always be such monotonous, predictable, serious muggles? The additional element that calls out to me in this story, which was also present in the previous one about the corpse suddenly revived when placed on damp bones, is the humor of it. Had it ever occurred to you that God enjoys a good laugh? The God who giggles, the God who snickers, who guffaws, who belly laughs as he squirts milk out of his divine proboscis, which is a fancy word for nose, because if anyone is entitled to a fancy word for nose, it's God, yes? God stories can be laugh out loud funny, people. Think about it. Laughter is rooted in experienced incongruities. A story is proceeding one way and then suddenly turns into a resolution we didn't at all see coming. That's what makes a good joke. The punchline gets us because we didn't see it coming. Like the Jesus life followed by the cross, or the cross followed by resurrection, or the resurrection followed by the ascension. 
If we see the punchline coming, well, then we would just groan a little. God stories can be like divine jokes. Like this one. Seminary students with very little means set out to expand their facilities with a building project. And as they commence felling trees to gather lumber, one of the axe heads flies loose and lands with an ignominious splash in the middle of the river. Alas, my lord, for it was borrowed. Of course it was. In that culture, owning an axe was like owning a tractor. And they just drove someone else's tractor into the river. Where did it land, inquires the prophet. Right there. And he cut down a stick and did cast it in thither, and the iron did swim. That's the King James Version. And what a marvelous rendering. The iron did swim. After a stick was thrown over the same spot. Go figure. And a bunch of poor seminary students stood on the shore and echoed divine laughter as the swimming iron was retrieved. We have seen strange things today. Why, yes. Yes, we have. Okay, you know the drill. Wait, is that all we have now? A drill? Is this just a drill? Okay, scratch that. Let's reframe it. Venture forth once more into the breach of this God story when the iron did swim. Watch it all unfold from the shore. The enthusiastic chopping away at tree trunks, the flying axe head, the splash, the horror of a poor seminary student who could never repay its loss, the prophetic intervention, the swimming iron. See what you see and hear, and then pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. One day, the group of prophets came to Elisha and told him, as you can see, this place where we meet with you is too small. Let's go down to the Jordan River where there are plenty of logs. There we can build a new place for us to meet. All right, he told them, go ahead. Please come with us, someone suggested. I will, he said. So he went with them. When they arrived at the Jordan, they began cutting down trees. But as one of them was cutting a tree, his axe head fell into the river. Master, he cried, it was a borrowed axe. Where did it fall, the man of God asked. When he showed him the place, Elisha cut a stick and threw it into the water at that spot. Then the axe head floated to the surface. Grab it, Elisha said. And the man reached out and grabbed it. Do you have room in your theology for a God who giggles? A God who out and out laughs? Just how foreign of a concept is that to you? Why? What God story in your own life comes to mind is a moment when you found yourself laughing in the midst of a God story unfolding around you. What happened? Oh Lord, so serious me, so playful you. Remind me today of your divine whimsy, your random playfulness. Remind me today that you are the God who laughs, not derisively or cruelly, but over the joy of life, of moments unexpectedly redeemed 
as your divine punchline is suddenly revealed. Help me to pay attention so I get the joke and give me the freedom to join you in the laughter. To your spirit, with, upon, and in us. Amen.